In today's episode of the Talking Ship Podcast, I had the opportunity to interview two of the world's largest gardening influencers, the dynamic duo of Joshua and Jose, who have transformed their lives from being a mortgage originator and a real estate agent to chasing their dreams of being professional gardeners, unlikely animal saviors, and social media influencers extraordinaire. The Mr. Gardeners have amassed a following of nearly 2 million TikTok followers at the time of this recording, and they are most well known for saving the cat whiskers. However, in my world, they're known for their high-end garden consulting, design, and installation. I got the chance to meet this power couple last summer in Columbus, Ohio at the Cultivate Trade Show and was able to catch back up with them in person at the Tropical Plant International Expo in Fort Lauderdale, Florida in January. Here, I was able to interview them in person at the Proven Winners, the plant company booth, home of LeafJoy Houseplants by Proven Winners. They are soon to be launching their own Ship My Plant store where they will be selling Proven Winners LeafJoy plants to start and then will be branching out into Proven Winner annuals, perennials, and shrubs. So without further ado, here are Joshua and Jose, the Mr. Gardeners. Joshua, you mentioned you know that you, you grew up in Seattle. I did. Right. So and now it's total across the country, down to the south, totally different climate and everything. But when you were living in Seattle, um, you were into bonsais. I Is was. That, yeah. Tell us about that. Is that what got you into horticulture? Um, well, and to clarify, Seattle was a military brat. My dad was okay. in the Navy, so Seattle was one of the many places I lived in, and Seattle was. Uh, probably the location I lived in where I was at the age where I was able to get into more of the plants and bonsai. I was very fortunate. I had a counselor, a school counselor, uh, that actually gifted me a bonsai because I used to go and talk to her on my lunch breaks and things like that. And we started talking about plants because she had a bonsai on her desk. And she started telling me about, you know, the training, the discipline, you know, everything that goes into caring for a bonsai. And she gifted me one, which was amazing. And that kind of got me into bonsai. But in terms of horticulture and plants in general, uh, my grandmother actually got me into that. She, there was an empty lot in her neighborhood that a lot of the neighbors kind of had some asparagus and all kind of produce and vegetables. And we would go in the summer and I'd help her tend, care for the garden. Um, she taught me so many valuable lessons about different plants and seasons and how to care and, and companion planting and things like that. So uh, I would really say um, my grandmother got me really into plants or opened my eyes to the world of plants. And then also just my natural uh, attraction to plants. I just love everything about plants. It's kind of funny, you know, getting out of corporate America and getting into plants. This is just the route that we've taken. So she is my grandmother. Bonsai for sure really helped me hone in on the discipline and learning to care for plants specifically. Um, but it's hit or miss in terms of if it was bonsai or my grandmother's a tie. Probably, probably a combination of the two. And I wonder if you still have contact with that school counselor at all? You know, I don't. Um, we moved around too frequently, you know, sometimes, you know, multiple times in the school year. Um, I feel terrible. I honestly yeah. don't even remember a lot of my teachers' names or anything because we were in and out so frequently. Um, so I'm, if she ever sees us somehow, I'm grateful to you and you know thank you for that gift. It really you don't know small actions like that have a, a long-lasting impact. So yeah, right. yeah. It's, I mean it's obviously it's it's stuck with you. So yes. Um, Jose, tell us yes. about your horticulture journey. You know, wh 
where did the passion begin for you? It started right at home uh, with my own mom. Um, we grew up in a condo in Venezuela, South America. And uh, being in a condo, mom was obsessed with plants and flowers and whatnot. So we had a ton of house plants. Yeah. Uh, so since I was a kid, I've always been uh, caretaker of the plants uh, that was one of my tasks that she would leave me to do you know wipe their leaves make sure that you're watering them so I naturally just fell in love with them and see them grow and like I would get sad if one didn't make it or something <laughs> you know so since then I've been totally fascinated by plants so, so like yeah I, my, my mom showed me like we she let me plant a watermelon one time. And uh, it grew, and I was so excited, and then I'm hooked, you know? So, yes. Yeah, no, that's really yeah. cool. Um, all right, so I'm going to ask uh, about Whiskers the Cat, if that's okay. Oh, of course. Um, How can you not? You know, he's world famous, <laughs> or she? He, he, he is, is world he's, famous. And yes. he's alive because of you two. Yes, yes sir. Thank you. Um, and, you know, how is he doing now? And, uh, and also, is that... Have you always had a love of animals and nature, or, or was that what sparked it? Well, mm -hmm. we always had it, uh, naturally, but I'll say specifically, he grew up with cats and he'll tell you about that, but specifically for me, um, I had one negative experience with, my first experience with a cat was a negative experience. Uh, I was a kid and uh, I was with my friend and he tried to, catch this cat and I oh he's like help me try to catch it and I, it was a feral cat and I had no idea so I tried to grab the cat and he bit me and whatnot so since then I always had that fear of them and respect that I always thought they were beautiful but I will, I will keep my distance and then Whiskers showed up in our driveway and if you see his story he was blind the moment he got to us and all of that so I immediately I, how could I be afraid of something so beautiful and so innocent? Mm -hmm. And he clawed his ways into my heart, yeah. <laughs> I'll say. And now I'm a cat guy. So yeah. <laughs> it was definitely a almost divine intervention. It feels like we had no interest in getting adding any more animals to our family. We had mm -hmm. Mona and Petunia already, and when we found him. Um, yeah, we initially thought we'd foster him. We'd do everything we could to right. bring him back to life and to health and fix his eyes. Um, if, you, if, if you're watching and you haven't seen, we do have the video pinned on our TikTok account. It has over 60 million yeah. views on our account right now. Um, it's been, he's been on the Dodo. He's been in PetSmart commercials. Unbelievable. Uh, it's crazy. This cat has taken on a life of his own. And um, it's taught us valuable lessons that I don't think we would have gotten outside of this experience and, and patience and understanding and compassion. You know, Whiskers has really uh, changed a lot about our mindset, about how we, we viewed uh, cats, indoor cats, because we also have 15 on average everyday outdoor feral cats that we feed uh, every day, morning and night. Yeah. And we, 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 worked with, we worked with some local resources uh, in Tampa to trap them and have them spayed and neutered and we release them back out mm -hmm. uh, so we can minimize the kittens and the colony expansion because there's some issues with that, you know. But um, no, he is part of the family. He's about two and a half, almost three years old almost now. Almost three. And um, yeah, he 
is honestly a gift. He, yeah, he, he, present, he opened doors that we never would have thought to even peer into uh, for us. And those are things that the level of gratitude we have cannot be discussed. We just, there, it doesn't exist. We're very grateful. And he's countless, I'll add to that, because his story is just so beautiful. The, it's unbelievable how we learn the amount of people and animals that Whiskers has helped by him just by existing and by just inspiring. Us. We had to I open a people. P.O. box because people yeah. were sending us like letters and gifts yeah, and things for like Whiskers from all over overseas. the world. Overseas, yeah. We yeah. would get packages uh, constantly in our house with toys, letters. It's, amazing. it's been just amazing. And yeah. that led to us finding this company with a TNR uh, organization. And, that's how we the whole thing started for us to like try to uh, help trapping these cats to have them fix them one not then release back into the area. Mm-hmm. So it's just been unbelievable. And they're sweet. They still come around. We feed them every day. Yeah. Almost I would say over half of them now let us pet them and engage with them. So yeah, they're part amazing. of the family and they don't mess with our garden, which is important. You both had jobs outside of consumer horticulture before you were kind of mm-hmm. corporate America. You had mentioned and uh, yes. you know. How did a love for plants convince you both to take a leap of faith to just leave that for for plants? Like, how did how did you guys get the courage? I'll speak for my own example. When I was growing up, I I did want to work and plant with plants. Not I didn't necessarily know horticulture, but I knew I wanted to work with plants. But they kind of discouraged it, saying you're not going to make any money. You're not. There's no future in that. What are you going to do? And so I, I believed it, and I got into corporate America. You know, we did all of that. Then when we, uh, we, I, we both started doing real estate for a while, and that's what we both are in real estate. But we, we realized we were more passionate about what we were doing. This is a creative outlet that um, we weren't able to duplicate or uh, replicate in any other areas of our life. And this, it's, it sounds cheesy, but it really is the whole saying of make a living out of something that you enjoy doing and you never feel like you're working. And while, yes, it's very labor intensive, but we always are having such a great time when we're doing yeah. that work. So I think we just naturally have been guided on our path to get us to this, to this point. Um, yeah. We haven't done as good of a job as we would like to in terms of posting and keeping the algorithms happy. I feel like the algorithms want something new every day. To sum it up, you know, we just feel at least, uh, I know Jose probably has some things he'd like to speak on, but I just feel like it was, you know, um, the level of support and the welcoming environment that we received when we started posting content mm-hmm. just in- continued to encourage us. Um, sure, it does, it does help to post a video and have it, you know, 60 million, 10 million, 3 million, 5 million, like, those types of views on any type of content you create is it's very validating even though right they say just focus on creating content you love and everything else is a byproduct of success so we don't really try to look outside of ourselves for validation we really try to just do things that make us happy that we enjoy doing that we feel like represents us as people and our brands and um you know people support it and welcome it then it's just the cherry on top honestly so you get to do your passion you don't it feels like you don't work a 
the day because you're doing what you love. But right. I think you're also missing that you guys get to do this together, and you get you, you yes. spend this time, and you obviously enjoy doing this work together. Yes. Uh, I just recently watched your video where you guys did the Christmas containers in front of that house. Oh yeah. And I thought it was so cool. Like you're both like doing the same thing at the same time on either side. Like, yeah. I got, that pot, I got this pot. And like you can tell that you guys truly enjoy working together, oh, yes. and being together, and spending that time. So we that's really do. Bonus, right? For sure. Yeah, we're, um, we're really blessed to be able to do that, you know. And I I love it because I get to do my own container, even though it's kind of like the same design, but it, they're a little bit different in a way. Like I might put this plant here, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it works out great for us. So. Yeah, we really are fortunate in that regard. We have friends that are big into plants but then you know their significant other is not um, right and so you know there's we don't i don't ever have to worry about him giving me any grief about wanting to buy a plant oh or, no you <laughs> know versus some of these that's people. the challenge yeah. between him and i we're both wanting to <laughs> and we usually buy plants before we're quite ready for them for a project oh, if i'm being yeah. honest we're very they notorious about that driveway. Uh, yes, yeah, you have to chase done after that. them all season long with the water hose <laughs> yeah. to keep them happy, yeah. and then a month, three months later, we finally get them in the ground. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a story of a lot of gardeners. They, <laughs> you can't not impulsively buy that plant when you see it. You're like oh, you it have to gone. have it. It might yes. be gone, so you have to have it. Then yeah. Yeah. yes. So okay, um, Jose, yes, where do you see uh, consumer horticulture in five years? Well, that's a great question. Um, I can say that um, I'm excited to see how the industry is going to continue to prioritize uh, sustainability and how I would like to see them embracing more technology. I mean, they are doing it, so I'm more excited about where they're going to be because they have come up with a lot of great innovations, like they're implementing vertical farming, uh, more organic uh, pesticide controls, like, um, and, and stuff like that, that really helps move, uh, help us move towards like a more- beneficial insects and beneficial things like insects, that, to where, yeah. you know, spraying chemicals, using right. biologicals we to help. To that years ago, and now even like, we're using oil yes. for, for like, that's great yeah I love stuff like that and like rain collection and stuff like that exactly and fruit and winners is also needs to be uh, recognized for what they're doing with their containers so that eco oh yeah eco grande yes. pots um, yeah is they're leading the charge for the consumer horticulture industry to move away from plastic that's yes. not recyclable and so it's amazing. Uh, yes. that definitely needs petroleum to be based for products, sure yeah. for sure okay no and and we we got to work with the eco grande pots quite a bit this last year mm-hmm. uh, we did try to like do trials within our own garden seeing you know how do plants perform everything performed great and you know we do realize some people said oh if it's an annual an area where they plant a lot of annuals well maybe the pot hasn't had enough time to fully break down right yeah. but we also say yeah. from the aspect alone of think about all of the millions of black nursery containers that have gone straight to landfills versus these even if you just don't even if you don't plant the plant in the container into the ground or right. in the vessel just taking the vessel and putting or the compost. the eco yes the eco grande pot and putting your compost mm-hmm. and allowing it to break down 
that's still improving uh, our carbon footprint yeah. and things like that. So and even, even if, if it's not perfect yet, yeah. the, we have to start somewhere. So all we can do is embrace and support the people and the, the leaders that are moving in that direction. Because just like computers, when they first came out, they weren't great. You could barely do anything with them. But now, look, we have computers in our pocket. So if, if we continue to support and believe in these companies that are leading the charge, so to speak, um, I think it allows the opportunity through that support for them to continue to improve upon those those concepts and ideas to where eventually, yeah, maybe all pots and vessels or nursery containers are compostable. Are compostable yeah. So I think that day will come, and we're on the way. Yes. But yeah. It's just a matter of when. Right? Well, yes. let's see where we are in five years. Yes. <laughs> and I think I think you're right. I think we will see a lot more of that um, mm -hmm. because the the consumer will demand it. Yes, for sure. That, that's what's going to drive it all. Especially and, as the the market for the plant world is getting younger and younger. As um, I think more of our generation, as we continue to become plant parents and getting into gardening, I think we're of that generation where we grew up in schools learning how, talking about how we can be more sustainable, how we can, you know, do our part to minimize, you know, carbon footprints and our waste. So. Um, I think it's all good things to come. We just have to be patient. All right. I got one final question for, for both of you. What is one thing that people don't know about you that they should? They should know that I am fully bilingual. Um, Spanish is my native language. And we are actually getting ready to diversify our brand and yeah. start to release content in Spanish. Yes. So I'm going to be uh, in front of the camera more. And... Uh, attending to our uh, Hispanic community. Yes. That's beautiful and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, oh, very awesome. excited for that. Yes, okay. it's going to be great. What about you, Joshua? Um, I mean, there's a lot that people don't really know about me, <laughs> yeah. but I would say um, that create, you know, gardening is not my only creative outlet. I've been very fortunate, you know, I, anything art related, and I think garden design is art. Mm -hmm. um, I love to draw. I play music, um, I play piano, I play uh, trumpet, I play various different instruments, but no, I really enjoy just being in my creative mindset and in a, an element to where I can just let it flow freely and, and uh, just see what comes out. It's not always good, but sometimes <laughs> you know you, you find some, some great little nuggets in there, uh, here and there. But no, I think just how creative we both really enjoy being too, I mean, mm -hmm. him as well. But yeah. I guess that would be one thing people don't know is that I do play some instruments and I love to draw. I'm very artistic in that regard. In fact, I, I cut his hair even <laughs> oh, since, yeah. since COVID started. Yeah, I can so take he's... it off now because it's hat hair. But since yeah. COVID, I actually started cutting his hair. I've never cut hair before in my life. But I said it's the same as a topiary. <laughs> it's no different than me trimming this spiral thing. I just look at it and make it look good. And, yeah. <laughs> and ever since yeah. then, I've been cutting his hair and... <laughs> So and now it's like I, it's impossible for me to go somewhere else. I'm like, it's like making an appointment with him. So yeah, so but uh, yeah, yeah, so I mean, yeah, just the level of creativity that I guess flows within us. And then the other thing I really enjoy is composing music myself. So melodies and music kind of flow through me, and I'll 
write it out and I record it and all of that. So we actually uh, wrote a song that we were supposed to play on our wedding, but yes. then COVID happened and yeah, things happen, and we end up getting married at the beach. Yeah. So who knows? They may know, come to light one day. You know, yeah. all in all in due time. But uh, yeah, we I enjoy it. It's fun. Very good. Well, this has been a, a wonderful conversation, and I think. Um, you know, it was really cool to be able to do this in person too. Yeah. We originally were going to do this kind of over video, but yes. it worked out great. And uh, we want to thank Proven Winners, the plant company, yes. and thank you uh, so much. Joy, yes. uh, for allowing us to take over <laughs> your uh, space for a little bit. And yes. you guys have been wonderful. We're going to be, um, Josh and Jose have uh, Ship My Plant store where they're going to be selling. Uh, Leaf Joy products yes. to direct consumer. So we're really excited about that. We and, are. Yeah. Um, again, hey, thank you. Thank you thank so you. much. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. This is great. All right. And yeah. uh, this is another episode of the Talking Ship Podcast brought to you by ShipMyPlants.com.